With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You know very well who you are. Don't let them hold you down. Free for the stars. You had a goal, but not that many. Cause you're the only one I'll give you. I don't know. It could be me. Maybe I'm just wrong. I don't know. 
But anyway, we're going to keep it positive here. We're going to keep it positive. Anybody watching ESPN right now, they are replaying um, game six of the 2013 NBA Finals, Heat, Spurs. Yeah, this is when um, Ray Allen came and hit the three out the side pocket, tied it up, getting ready to go to overtime. Man, are they watching it? I wonder if the players are watching it, like former and current, like LeBron. Is LeBron watching ESPN right now? Is he watching when the when the Miami Heat came back on the, the San Antonio Spurs? I'm watching it now. It's in the look, flat out in the corner. Ray Allen just left Boston, went to the Miami Heat, lost all of his friends in Boston, but was it worth it? I think it might be. The brother won three more championships. <laughs> was it three? Two. Two more, sorry. D-Wade already had one. What's going on? I see you in the house. Denise Green holding down that timeline for me. Mystic, what's going on, lady? I see you in the house. Thank you so much for tuning into the show tonight. All right, so without further ado, all right, right now, it's the, it's the dynamic duo. As far as I know, we were supposed to have the Gleesome Threesome in the house. We will not have Miss Terry. She won't be joining us tonight. But right now, it's the dynamic duo holding down the fort. Ain't loose. What say you? Good evening, ladies. Good evening. Can y'all hear me? Yes, ma'am. Loud and clear. Uh, but I uh-huh. think that 
that's just to be expected because we are reaching our peak. Like we're kind of like in, in the peak of of the virus and the tests and everyone getting, you know, getting their tests and then finally getting able to be seen in the hospitals. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, I just hope that it's flattening. I, I really do. Me too, Ruffy. I really do. Because I'm not a person that likes to stay in the house, and not I'm a I'm a I'm a mover and a shaker, and this yeah. is just it's been hard. It's for a me. lot different when you when you stay in because you choose to. You know, when you're forced to do it, that's the way. And you know, a lot of people going stir crazy. In the house, Demarcus. Thank y'all so much for tuning into the show tonight. Let's see, did I miss anybody? Victoria, thank you so much. Auntie Kim in the house. Thank y'all so much for tuning into the show tonight. Um, all right, so yeah, so let's just, you know, do what we can, do our part, and um, you know, we'll get through this. We definitely will. All right, let's go ahead. We're gonna jump to some sports here because that's why we're here. Get our mind off of it. Just if. if, if even if it's for just an hour. All right. So let's go ahead and talk about it. We will uh, start off with some football. Got some news in football. And, Lou, I don't know if you um, heard the latest, but um, with – well, let me start here real quick. Uh, and, Lou, do you remember um, a player by the name of Alden Smith? Alden Smith? Yes. No, I don't remember him. Okay. All right. Well, let me just give a little background here real quick because this is a – this is a feel-good story for me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm familiar with his family, and I've really been pulling for this brother. Hasn't played in the league since 2015. He was drafted by the my, you know, San Francisco 49ers um, back in, oh, goodness. Wow, I just threw a blank. But I have it here in my notes. Um, 2012. It's 2011, that's when the when, um, 49ers got him. But had his share of, of issues, um, alcoholism. Um, they're saying that I don't know if drugs were really involved um, when he was with the 49ers, but he went to the, once the 49ers released him, um, went to the Raiders. There was an incident, you know, where he posted him and, uh, and, a, and a lady friend, uh, posted on social media, them, you know, with uh, some paraphernalia. Um, but long story short, he's been out of the league since 2015, just dealing with his own personal issues and demons. Um, but the Dallas Cowboys, they have extended a hand to one Alden Smith. He has signed a one-year deal. Um, they've said, said that it's up to $4 million. So it's basically he has no guaranteed money, but it's a very incentive-laden uh, contract. Um, so just to go over it real quick, he is guaranteed, um, let's see, let's start here. He'll earn $90,000 once he is reinstated by the NFL. 30 days after his reinstatement, he will get another $50,000. Um, when he shows up for training camp, he will receive $100,000. Um, he'll receive another 100000 after two preseason games. And then at the end of the season, he will receive $100,000. So um, if he does not make the 53-man roster with the Dallas Cowboys, he will still win, uh, he'll still earn $440,000. So more than what he's making now, um, and it's definitely incentive for him to, you know, stay on the straight and narrow 
and just make sure that he makes the team and makes it all the way through the season. And then he gets other bonuses and stuff for sacks and stuff like that. So, again, just a feel-good story from his point of view because we all like a comeback story. And um, if anybody knows Alder Smith, he is a talent. I mean, he, he was a force to be reckoned with on the field. Hasn't played since 2015. The league has changed a lot. Different players. The players are faster, bigger, stronger. Um, but if anybody with the talent, talent alone, um, can do it, I do believe that that Alder Smith, um, you know, he'll be he'll be a success story if he can make it through. But we see what happened, you know, with um, Josh Gordon, you know, trying to come back. But every every story is different. Every person is different, and everyone's motivation is different. So I say. Kudos to you, Cowboys, and good luck to you, Alden Smith. Um, any thoughts on that real quick, Aunt Lou? No, I, 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 I agree with you on that, you know, totally. Okay. All right. Good. We're we, we pulling for you, Alden. We're pulling for you. The NFL news era. So the NFL, they have, they have said it, the NFL draft will be held April 23rd through the 25th. So that's good news. Um, It will be virtual. So they are saying that with the NFL draft, um, like I said, it's going to be fully virtual. So the teams will communicate with uh, NFL headquarters and other teams via phone and Internet. A lot of – and this really um, was surprising to me, Lou. They said that a lot of the uh, GMs and a lot of the owners and stuff – we're really trying to beef up their internet, or um, I'm sorry, not use, but speed. They wanted to make sure that they had like highest quality NFL, um, NFL uh, highest quality internet speed. Wouldn't you think that they would already have that in place? Oh, you would think. You would think so, right? An owner yeah. of a football team, <laughs> a GM of a football team, even a coach of a football team. I know that they don't spend a lot of time at home. They spend most of their time, you know, at the facilities and everything. But still, don't the kids and the wife and whoever's at home, don't they need high-quality Internet speeds? I don't know. Just thought that was surprising there. But that's I, I did too, especially in, in 2020. Yeah. That just shocked me. I was so they're, they're working on that. Um, both the league and team facilities, like I said, they will remain closed indefinitely. So no one can be at the team headquarters, team facilities during the um, NFL draft. So everybody will be at home doing like what we're doing here on Facebook Live now, communicating through um, the, their phone, Internet, FaceTime, whatever you call it. And like I said, the draft will still take place April 23rd through the 25th on ESPN and ABC. So, um, Lou, does that – now, do you watch the NFL draft, Lou? No, I didn't. You don't? Okay. All right. Well, I was going to I was gonna ask you if that interferes. So y'all hit me up on the timeline. Will this interfere at all with you watching the NFL draft? For all my football heads out there, this is the beginning of the football season for us. This is really when it kicks off. We, we officially call the NFL draft start of the NFL season. Me, myself, personally, it will not change one bit. I will still be in front of my TV, 7 p.m., whatever time it starts, watching ESPN, NFL Network, whoever wants to cover it, and I will be watching to see what team picks who, especially for the first round. So, shout out to the NFL. However, they have delayed a couple of things. So, they are delaying the start of the off-season program. Um, 
teams with new head coaches, they were scheduled to start their programs on Monday, but that has now been delayed. And how will that affect NFL um, organizations this upcoming season? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, because <laughs> coaches that <laughs> coaches who, like the teams who have a new coaching staff and so forth, they were the ones that would have been able to start their NFL season on Monday. Um, so now they will not be able to communicate with their players. They can't do it through video calls. Um, the teams can provide playbooks, instructional videos, um, and tablets to their players, but there's just no actual communication. And um, the NFL and NFLPA, they are formulating a plan on how to continue to proceed or to proceed during this um, pandemic. So, um, again, just and we kind of talked about this a little bit on last week's show, the teams and the organizations who have new coaching staff, I think this is really going to affect them the most because they're going to already be behind the eight ball because they're implementing a new, you know, a new scheme, um, new plays and all of that. And so if they're not able to communicate, how, how quickly will they be able to, you know, um, get up to speed when everyone is able to come back together? So, um, I did want to bring this up as well. The Baltimore Ravens, they actually are concerned, and they're concerned over technology security. Um, they're saying that they're worried that Team Info um, is more vulnerable to theft using the new technology, i.e. having everything, you know, over the Internet, over the phone, having to relay information, um, you know, virtual now. And, and Luke, do you agree or disagree? That the Ravens have a valid point. Yeah, possibly. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yes, I think mm-hmm. they do. Yeah, I I totally agree because mm-hmm. again, if I'm communicating, well, let's see. Let me read this again because I want to make sure that I have it, have the correct information. So they're saying that teams can provide playbooks, instructional video on tablets to the players. So if they have the tablets, I'm assuming that they are sending, like, physical tablets to their players. Mm-hmm. We all know how the the mail system is, whether it's UPS, post office, uh, FedEx. How often do you order packages and they come up missing? A little bit different if somebody's missing their Amazon package versus missing a San Francisco 49ers playbook tablet. You know, so it's like, will they have where it's signature, you know, it has to be a signature received, or do they have it to where they have their own carriers that are delivering these tablets? I mean, this could really get tricky um, if people's tablets and information come up missing when it comes time to, to getting the information to the players. So I'm with the Ravens on this. Um, I, I yeah, you're right. A- it's, TJ, because it's just so much, if, you know, I'm, again, this technology now, I'm starting to get a little bit afraid of it because it's just too much, you know what I mean? And and everybody can get your information. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. There's totally no problem. I mean, okay, no, I said there's no privacy anymore and confidentiality. I mean, we we don't belong to ourselves, you know, when it comes to these this this uh, technology. I mean, it's just you taking bet. over. 
you better know it and think about it. Think about all the times when you're on Facebook and you may click on, you could do it accidentally, you click on a, an ad or something, and you're like, oh, okay, that, that, that's kind of cute, and you click on that. And then before you know it in your timeline, there's all this other stuff that, you know, just remotely um, what you clicked on. Go to Delta and just look at some flights all through your timeline. Guess what you're going to see? Delta, ad, fly here. Come fly here. Come on, Doug. Come on now. really scary how this technology is like, okay, Big Brother is not only watching, but it seems like Big Brother is sitting right there next to you just invisible. Big Brother got to go. See, you never read 1984 by George Orwell, did you? That book, 1984? No, I haven't. It talked about Big Brother and how, you know, we're getting a chip and all that stuff in order for you to buy food and this and that. I mean, we're coming to that now, TJ. We're coming to it. You ain't never lied. Now, you said it was 1984. That's the name of the book? Name of the book is 1984 by George Orwell. Yes. When did it come out? It it was written years ago. I mean, I remember I read it when I was like in ooh, what's it? Can I say I read it like when I was in high school or something like that? So, but no, the only reason I'm asking was like, did it come out in 1984? Probably did, baby. Might have, but I just know I read it in high school. Okay. Uh, so it might have been even before 1984. It might have came out before. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if it was like maybe one of those like you remember the movie Back to the or Back to the Future. It came out, yeah. and seems like now we're like Back to the Future. But um, <laughs> when they or you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Shout out to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. I see you in the house. Don't forget to call us up three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the lady Brian Webb in the house. He says they are paranoid of people stealing info. Remember, most of the people in charge are from the good old boy system. This is true. But you're talking about the owners right there, Brian. Now, uh, shout out to Jeremy York. I see you in the house. Um, good old boy network, that is that is the owners. But are the owners the ones that are going to be distributing the information? No, that's going to be the interns and, the you know, the front office people. And, you know, you get somebody that puts the wrong address on the shipping label or I mean, anything can happen, especially with this pandemic. Trust me, I know. Packages get lost 24-7, get the wrong shipping label put on them. Packages end up, it's supposed to be going to Illinois, it it ends up in California. So (laughs) we're dependent. (laughs) And let's not get it twisted. The carriers are already overworked. I mean, if everybody is working from home and everything is going through the mail system, are they really getting raises to be having their um their workload tripled and doubled and quadrupled? No. So I mean, I don't know. I it's it's something to think about. That's all I'm gonna say. Something to think about. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. And also some news from the NFL. They have um changed so they've taken out the past interference. Remember we had the new passing appearance rule uh, thanks to the New Orleans Saints because they were still crying over their game with the Los Angeles Rams when they lost and didn't go to the the Super Bowl. Had an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl again this year and still didn't make it. So, you know, it didn't really make a difference. I don't know. I'm just saying. It's just me, you know. Remember what happened the last two years. But anyway, 
So because of the New Orleans Saints, we had the new pass interference rule um, implemented this year. Well, it looks like it didn't go over too well because they have cut that. So we will not have um, have the review of pass interference calls anymore this year. However, they are thinking about implementing a skybox um, view. So they'll have someone in every every home stadium. Um, they'll be considered the skybox referee, and they'll be able to, I guess, call plays from once they're reviewed, uh, you know, I guess throw the flag, and then you can have skybox review, referee, review a play. Okay. That was a lot of passing fans rule to me, I guess, still, but I don't know. Maybe they'll feel better if they call it the skybox rule. What do you think, Angel? Yeah, I think so. Maybe they will. <laughs> <laughs> I really think but, hey, you say tomato, I say tomato. We'll see. Come on now. We'll I say potato, you say potato. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. But, um, yeah. well, like I said, don't really know what the difference is, but we'll see. But they, um, the NFL, they are still planning to have their um, owners meeting in uh, May. So that hasn't been pushed back yet. More than likely that's going to be virtual as well. Uh, but these um, any new rules or, or suggestions that's going to be brought up um, at the uh, owners' meeting in May. So they will be ruling on that uh, shortly here in about a month. And good news for all of my Hard Knocks fans. Yes, Hard Knocks will be back. Fingers crossed because I really don't know how they're going to try to do it. And then not only are they going to have one team, but they're going to be covering two teams. They'll be, they're going to be covering the Rams and the L.A. Chargers. Amongst all of this social distancing, not only are you going to have camera crews for one NFL team, you're going to implement a second team. Things that make you go, hmm, I don't know. But I'm happy. I love Hard Knocks. A lot of people don't like it. I think anything dealing with football is an awesome thing. And anytime you can get some insight to the behind the scenes, what goes on, you know, in the locker rooms and the meeting rooms, you know, get to know the individual players, their personalities and, and who they are. And you get kind of, you know, you start rooting for people to make the team or you want them, you know, you want some people not to make the team. You just get really invested. Um, I know I do. But, again, with everything that's going on, they're not going to cover just one team. They're going to cover two. Uh, hey, Luke, does that make any sense to you? It made a lot of sense, darling. Just the way you it broke it down. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make that much sense to me, though, to cover two teams in in the pandemic that we're going through. I don't know. But mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. Hard not to Time will all tell, Right. That is true. That is absolutely true. All right, so I'll tell you what, on that note, we're going to put a pin in it. We're going to jump to a quick break. I'm going to get to the timeline here. And on the outside, on the uh, back side, when we come back from break, it is going to be time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, it will be time for Lucinda's lyrics. So we will be right back. This is the dynamic duo in the house. Ain't Lou, TJ, we'll be right back after the break.
Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. Oh, yes, they do. Well, yes, they do. Little Al Wilson for you there, show and tell. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. But you already know, the clock on the wall has told us that it is time, it is time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, it is time for Lucinda's lyrics. So, Miss Lucinda. What do you have on tap for us tonight? Good evening, everyone. I hate to be a downer, but I got to go with Corona one more time. The coronavirus is taking its toll on the entire world and killing souls. People are in severe panic mode, buying tissue and Kleenex and overload. They're wearing protective gloves and masks while daily performing various tasks. They're washing their hands constantly and blowing their noses 
audibly. They're practicing social distancing, and some are in suicidal crippling. What they need to do is pray more, using the word like never before. Humble themselves before the Lord, seek his face, and with him get on one accord. Surrendering totally to God and his will, learning to listen to him and being still. People, we need Jesus because this pandemic is real. Ooh, you better do that, ain't Lou. Already done. Already done. All right now. I wrote it, TJ, in 15 to 20 minutes. That's your ain't Lou. Fresh off the table. All right. That's what I'm talking about. That, that That's the Lieutenant Lyric, I know. <laughs> Not, not, not the Seahawks. Not a whole lyrics on the Seahawks. <laughs> not all about that, eh, Lucy? There you go. Go down memory lane. Shout out to Aunt Lou. Reginald Johnson in the house. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Let's see. Am I missing anybody there? Brian Webb. So Brian says, if the amount of deaths don't subside by the end of the month, football will not start on time. Hmm. Okay. So you say by the end of April, correct, Brian? That's that's something to think about. That is definitely something to think about. I mean, we are having, we're hitting the all-time highs now. What was it, 1,700 um, that passed on yesterday? Um, you know, a lot of a lot of the deaths are still coming from New York. New York has had uh, more deaths than they. I mean, this is this is scary. I mean, it really is. But you you make a very valid point there, Brian. Um, if they don't start deciding, I, I would have to agree with you. But like I said, um, what we don't want to happen is we see, you know, the curve dip. Everybody gets back to normal, and then we have another spike in, let's say, August. You know, I would rather us take our time now and, you know, get, get the bulk of, of everything under control and then we would have, like, maybe sporadic um, outbursts or outbreaks, um, you know, later on in the year. Um, will this have? Will this still affect how we view games, though? I think so. I'm, I'm not so sure, even if football season is able to start, um, if there will be fans in the um, – at the – Yeah. 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 And um, that kind of leads us into um, one of the topics that I wanted to talk about. I don't know if you've heard about this, St. Lou. Um, baseball, Major League Baseball, they have come up with a plan. Um, so they think it's just throwing, throwing around ideas. But they are saying that they would have all 30 teams play in the state of Arizona. So they're saying that there are 13 teams that are already, uh, that they practice, that they have their spring spring training um in Arizona and uh, at 10 different stadiums. And this is with college, um, with, you know, uh, AAA. So they already have 10 stadiums available. Um, there would be no fans in attendance. Um, and like the Chase Field, several of their D1 college baseball stadiums, they could also host games. All of the stadiums are located within a 50-mile radius of each other as well um, in the greater Arizona area. But, uh, again, no fans in attendance. Um, adhering to the social distancing. And this possibly would allow them to start as early as May to kick off the Major League Baseball um, season. Um, 
St. Luke. Question, do you think that that's feasible, uh, one, and two, do you think it's a good idea? Uh, no, I don't think it's feasible because it's, you know, look, you say in May, and this is April already, right? Correct. But, again, they're thinking mm-hmm. about doing it in Arizona, and we know that Arizona is, is um, one of the states where they haven't been affected as much as, you know, like the southern states, mid- Midwest, and so forth, um, and like California. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think it's feasible. I think it's too. Uh, I think it's too quick. I mean, you know, and I don't know if they can get it together. You know, possibly they probably can, but I don't know. You know what I mean? And um, I, I don't know in one place. Mm-hmm. Now, because then it's like think about it. The, you're gonna they're gonna kind of overload Arizona when you think about it. Even though you said they're not gonna have fans in the in the stand and all that. But you know somebody's going to disobey, TJ. You know that. Well, I mean, they wouldn't be able to, honestly, um, Aunt Lou, because the stadiums wouldn't be open. Like, they wouldn't be able to sell tickets. Now, would they probably have people on the outskirts, you know, maybe trying to look in, depending on how the stadiums are made, maybe people trying to sit in the parking lot. That could happen. You're right. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm happen. thinking. That's what I'm looking yeah. at, what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, they have their own, like, little tailgate parties. Um, <laughs> out in the parking lot, but um, yeah, I don't know. But I, I agree with you as far as like overloading one state, um, and then you got to right. think about you know um, just having uh, no matter how much social, social distancing you're trying to incorporate with the fans, not having them in the stadium, you have these players. So now you have these teams that are quarantined, basically, because they're not going to be able to go anywhere. They're all going to be stuck in a hotel, and they're still going to be around each other. So you can't social distance the team. Then what about the clubhouse? What about the, the dugout? I just, I don't know. I, I just don't think they're going to be able to make this work. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't understand it either. Oh, excuse me. Um, it, it sounds like, you know, it sounds good. Just from, I never thought I'd be saying this, but I don't want to see any type of sports right about now. If I could watch a live baseball game right about now, I would be in heaven. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to take baseball for granted anymore. I just got to find me a team that I would want to watch consistently. But right about now, I'll watch anybody. It could be yeah. Colorado Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're just like desperate. <laughs> I mean, I never I'm thought I'd say <laughs> it's just ridiculous But, uh, you know, shout out to you Marty, I see you in the house Thank you so much for tuning in to the show um, Getting back to the timeline here And uh, Brian, once again Making a very valid point uh, hold, hold on, he says I think that is going to happen And that they will say they have a plan for that Okay, I missed something I don't know what you were referring to there But Brian also says um, Also, what about us watching the games at our local bars that is in question as well. That is definitely in question, Brian. We will not be at, at, at sports bar anytime soon, I don't think. I mean, even when it, once they lift these bans, you know, the stay-at-home bans, um, I mean, think about it. Would you really want to be at a sports bar right now? I know I wouldn't. I would, it's too many nasty people in the world. It really is. And they were nasty before. You know, I've been to plenty of – 
fourth bar plenty of times that you hear people in the bathroom that use it and they walk right out. Then don't wash your hands. And I, I pass by. <laughs> just be just nasty. <laughs> so, and I know they, and TJ, I know they're struggling with washing their hands so much because it's like if you don't wash your hands when you come out the bathroom, what makes you think you're gonna wash your hands after you've driven somewhere and came home or b- before you cook? Because you know you can't, you can't practice, you can't do something that you're not accustomed to doing. You know what I mean? That is so true. That is so true. And I mean, one thing I think that this wants to do is get people in the habit you know, more in the habit of, of being, uh, you know, more clean, you know, uh, yeah, more clean. Um, but, again, we don't know what people are doing at home. Let's be real. That's true. We do not know what they are doing at home. And I, I wouldn't trust it. I'm sorry. I, I would not trust going to a sports bar anytime soon. Yeah, I ain't going nowhere. That only we've been able to go to church because there's been about seven of us, you know, actually going. But uh-huh. that's the only place: church and the grocery store, and you know, the gas station. They tell me I, I had heard they was going to close down the gas stations. I don't know. Oh yeah, no, I heard they were one of the um, one of like the essentials that they that they were allowing them not to close down. It, if they close, it's going to be uh, it would have to be independently. You know, like the owner of that gas station is saying, look, I want to close this because I want to, you know, take care of my staff or whatever like that. But, yeah, gas stations, um, grocery stores, and like the Walmart, the Target, they're considered essential. So they're actually, the government is actually asking them to stay open just to help out. Uh-huh. But, but, yeah. But, um, uh-huh. but yeah, I, I thought about this. Right? Oh, go ahead, Angel. Did you, uh, it, TJ, it was a prophet, he was an African prophet that uh, December 31st, this guy was preaching at some place, and he was, it was a place full of people, and he was talking about uh, staying at home and about some type of uh, situation hitting us in 2020, and that, uh, you know, I mean, it was just so ironic, and they was calling him the prophet of today. I'm gonna have to send it to you. I thought I'd send it to you, message it to you. But 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 he 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 spoke this on December 31st, and you uh, know all this stuff. Uh, 2019. 2019. Yes. Okay. Wow. Well, Trump was giving the information back in January. He claimed he don't know nothing. So. <laughs> <laughs> Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. It's the dynamic duo in the house. Ain't Lou, TJ. Shout out to you, Brian Webb. Thank you so much for the dialogue. I love it. Over and baseball season is in serious jeopardy. I don't know about that, Brian, because they posed a question today on first take. They said, could we possibly see an NBA Finals wrapped up by Labor Day? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lou. Yeah. <laughs> no? That's the question. That's the question. Could we see the NBA Finals wrapped up by Labor Day? Uh, and Labor Day is when now? September. I'm thinking. First, first Monday. Yeah, we, we, I think we could see it by the end, yeah. I'm think, I get I get the one in May uh, confused with the one in September. I always get them confused. Memorial Day. Uh, yeah. But no. Uh, possibly I think we can. 
Yeah, see, I, I don't know if I'm just being optimistic. I might be a little naive, but I say yes. I say, well, let me take that back. I don't know if the finals will be wrapped up by Labor Day, but I do think we will be in the finals around Labor Day. I'll put it like that. So even if we go into September, I'm okay with, with in, NBA season merging with NFL season. I am perfectly okay with that. As, as long as we have been without sports, you can give me three different sports on every day. Whenever they start back up, and I will I will watch each one of them at some point in time. At some point, I will do it because I'm I'm just fiending. In the words of Joe, fiending, you got me fiending. Okay, anyway, had to get one in there. I had to get one in there. All right, but um, yeah. So I I'm okay with that. But if I, will the finals be over by Labor Day? Mm, not so sure. Not so sure. Shout out to Atia. I see you in the house. Thank you so much, ladies, for tuning in. That's my daddy in the house, Lawrence Jackson. Brian says, Miss you, fam. When we have that first football gathering, I will not be there. I will wait to see if anyone got sick. Stop it now, Brian. Don't wait to see if somebody got sick. You have to be in there with us. <laughs> but I won't be there first game either. Let me tell you something who, who is really, uh, really going to benefit from this corona. Direct TV. Anybody who has a sports package. Because your girl might yeah. be getting the sports package this year. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm going to have to have access to all the games, uh, but I don't know if I'm be able to get out at least. TJ, they need over. to be reimbursed because they, be, they haven't been able to watch sports. Don't you think they need some kind of discount on that? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. But I, actually, they're, they're giving everything away free right now. Uh, NBA, NFL uh, game pass, uh, NBA pass. I, I think they uh, Major League Baseball, you know, they've been been doing stuff. They've been playing like you know old highlights, old games, and stuff like that. But um, but yeah, the 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 uh, channels they they've been they've been pretty good about that. But they need to do something when it comes time when the, when the sports actually starts back up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, real quick before we get out of here, 2020 uh, NBA Hall of Fame, the inductees were named. Man, this is going to be a sad. Hall of Fame this year. Um, we know that Kobe Bryant, you know, we knew he was going to be a first ballot, and of course, he's going to be inducted. Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, uh, Tamika Catchings, Tim Mulkey, Barbara Stevens, Eddie Sutton, and Coach Rudy Tom Donovich. Um, Ain't Lou. Man, Kobe Bryant, do you think that there will be someone to speak on his behalf um, at his Hall of, for his Hall of Fame? Um, induction, or do you think it'll just be like, well, no, go ahead and answer the question. Do you think somebody will speak on him on his behalf, and if so, who do you think it will be? I don't know who, but it should be one of those players that's, you know, he he was close to a few of them, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know who, but I I would think someone would, and, you know, his wife would probably be there just, just for, you know, just to be there, but, uh, I think it should be one of the players. Oh, okay. Who? I don't one know. One of his will do like his induction speech. Right. Oh, okay. Somebody. I didn't think about that. Hmm. I'd be interesting. I don't know. I think they should just have a a um, mirage. Not not what mirage. That's not what I'm gonna look for. Um, just a video of all of his highlights. And maybe have him in his own words just speaking. Uh, I don't know. That might be a good idea, though, to have a teammate. That's going to be so sad, though. 
It would have to be somebody that's really close and played with him a really long time. I thought that I thought, quick thought, maybe his dad, because we have not heard anything from his family since his passing. And I think that would be a true honor, especially with the dad had playing, you know, had playing in the NBA and playing overseas. Um, you know, I don't really know what their relationship was at the time of his death, um, but I would have to think that his father would be more than qualified and capable of speaking on his son's behalf to all the same speech. I don't know. Mm. It's going to be so sad, though. So sad. Mm. All right. And with that, oh, real quick before we get up out of here, we talked about it last week. Um, I'm going to talk about it up until the 19th, and I'm going to talk about it all the way through. Michael Jordan, Chicago Bulls, The Last Dance. It airs first uh, first airing April 19th. It's going to be a 10-part documentary on the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan, their um, their run, you know, the, the Bulls dynasty. But also I want to mention tomorrow night is going to start a, um, it's a, it's a documentary, some type of series on TNT for The Diesel. That's it. Y'all ain't leaving me out. I want somebody to talk about me and talk about my career as well. So, y'all make sure you listen to Shaq Shaq Life. (laughs) That's my skill on the person. Shaq Life airs tomorrow night um, at 9 p.m. on TNT, and it's a two episode series. Don't know if both episodes will be tomorrow night, so I don't know if it's you know, two-hour series, or it's going to be this Thursday, next Thursday. But y'all make sure y'all turn, uh, tune in. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m., TNT, Act Life. It's going to be mm. fun. I love, I love Shaquille O'Neal. And anything he does, anything he puts his hands on, it's always uh, money. So shout out to him. All right. So with that, hey, Lou. Oh, I'm sorry. One last thing. There's <laughs> so much to do in an hour. Hey, Lou, I want you to hear this real quick. Okay, Michael okay. Jordan. Remember when he last played in the NBA? Do you know how, about how many years it was? It's been a while now, girl. I don't know. Maybe, what, I, seven I to ten? More than that? I don't know. Okay. Uh, that long, longer than that? Yes. Oh, my goodness. I haven't seen Michael lately. He, he should be, he's an old man now to you, know? No, he ain't old. Are you old? No. Why? <laughs> I'm 59, TJ. I'll be 60 in July, trying to have a birthday party. I don't even think they're gonna. I'm gonna, they gonna, I'm gonna be in lockdown. I hope not. <laughs> yeah. It'll be, it'll be raised by then. But, uh, but no, he's uh, 17 years. He's been out of the league. Can you believe it? Oh, that's a long time. That's a long time. So get this. Jordan signed his very first deal with Nike in 1984. Today, Jordan Brand brings in over three. Billion dollars. He signed his first contract in 1984. Today, the Jordan brand brings in over three billion dollars currently, um, and more. Currently, more uh, the Jordan branded shoes and apparel are being sold than the signature lines of every other current NBA player. So the Jordan brand brings over three billion as of today, and it sales more than every other current NBA player in the league today. Is that not amazing? That is awesome. Get on, boy. Get on, boy. I'm so proud of him. He's still alive and in his right mind. <laughs> Over 
Hogan, and he signed a contract back in 1984. And the Come drug and apparel still brings in, it's, it's being sold more than any signature line of any current NBA player. Mm-hmm. That's phenomenal to me. Yeah, I just had to share that. All right, Aunt Lou, with that, it's a wrap. Mike, Mike shout us. I just want to give a shout out. I want to say happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Bertha. Happy birthday to you. She's 76 today. My daughter, my daughter-in-law, my sister-in-law, and I guess she, what is she to you? Your, uh, she would be your auntie by marriage. And so, yeah, so yeah, so she she's a uh, she's she today is her birthday, and then uh, she's 76. But then on um. On the on the April thirteenth, it's gonna be D'Angelo's birthday, which is uh, my big brother and your uncle. He'll be seventy four. So you know, before we come back, so I had to wish him a happy birthday. Happy birthday, D'Angelo! I love you, big head. <laughs> uh uh-uh, oh, not a big head. Uh oh, um, Uncle Dick got him. He a, he got him a cougar. <laughs> She's not a cougar. She's only two years older, girl. I know. <laughs> I just crack myself up sometimes. Yeah. Happy birthday. All right. All right, Lou. Well, that's going to be it then. We'll see you back And I want to say, TJ, I want to say to you, an uh, excellent show today. You just hold it down like never before. I miss uh, Miss Terry and uh, Janelle. I missed you, you ladies today, but we let you know that we're going to gonna make it, but it would be nice to have y'all involved because, you you know, you guys make a difference. But TJ and I, we know how to hold it down when it's time to hold it down. Okay, All I nice. do is just ride on TJ. And I'm just proud of you and uh Excellent show, and you continue to do what you do in the midst of all this pandemic. I love you. I love you too, Aylou. Thank you so much, and thank you for all that you do for the show. I truly, truly appreciate it. All right, oh, we'll be welcome. back next week, um, regular time, eight p.m. All right, five p.m. yours. We'll see you then. Love you. Three four seven eight two six. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. It was the dynamic duo. Sorry, I was watching the Miami Heat game. (laughs) The dynamic duo in the house, Ain't Lou and TJ. Darren Hodge says, you think the NFL season will start late? I do not. I do not, Darren. I don't think it's going to start late, but I do think that they're, they're going to eliminate some things prior to the start of the season. Like, I don't think OTAs will probably take um take place uh preseason will probably be a little different um you know that they are starting the um the new 17 game season next year so uh, i don't know how that'll play out but i do see the season starting in september that could be me just having wishful thinking darren i'll be honest with you i'm an optimist here and i'm trying to be optimistic but if things go the way that they should and hopefully we can we can get this this curve flattened here between now and June. And I think if that can happen, this season will start on time. Now the question is, will there be people in the stadium? Not for the first probably couple months. I'd be okay with that. Maybe by October, November, but then it's going to get cold, and then we might see the rave again. So I don't know. But I don't think that there will be fans in the stadiums. But I don't think that the season will start late. We'll see. 
<laughs> Fingers crossed. All right. Let's see. Today is April the 8th. What happened in the world of sports on today? I'm so glad you asked because I am going to tell you. Sorry, y'all. I was talking to my to the to the fans here and I didn't have it up. Well, let's go ahead and get to it. Wednesday, Wikipedia. So 1974, it's a lot happened today. 1974, Hank Aaron hit his 715th home run to break Babe Ruth's home run record. 1975, Frank Robinson of the Cleveland Indians. He became the first black manager of a major league baseball team. 1992, tennis player Arthur Ashe, he announced that he had AIDS. And in 2001, Tiger Woods, he wins the Masters for the Tiger Slam. He becomes the first, he became the first golfer to hold all four major titles at the same time. All right. So that is your Wednesday Wikipedia for April the 8th. Shout out to everybody tuning in. Jay Johnson, I see you in the house. He said he's trying to sneak in here. Um, He's at work. Shh, I ain't going to tell nobody. Jay ain't on there, y'all. Jay, you are hilarious, okay? You, TikTok, the cooking segments. I love watching you, bro. <laughs> Shout out to you. Shout out to everybody tuning in on the um, on the timeline. Brian Webb, thank you so much for your dialogue. Darren, thank you for your dialogue. Um, everybody who tunes in, I thank you, I thank you, I appreciate you. Make sure to tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend about your girl on Wednesday night. Uh, no birthdays today. I didn't know none of them people that celebrated a birthday. So, hey, happy birthday if it's your birthday today. Happy birthday to my aunt. All right. Uh, shout out to the main fan, Mr. Silicon Valley Marlin. Shout out to Ronbo of Ronbo Sports. Shout out to Marvin and Harold Chambers. Shout out to Stephanie, Shanisa, Morgan, Mari, Didi, Jackie, and Brianna. Happy early birthday. Shout out to my cousin, Tamara Smith. Her birthday is tomorrow, April the 9th. Aries in the house. Aries rule. You better know it. Number one Zodiac. Shout out to your cousin. Love you. Even though we're in quarantine. That's all right, girl. Celebrate. Celebrate. Okay. Shout out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson, to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson, and last but by no means least, shout out to my mom, Miss Denise Green, everything you do for me. Hold it down the timeline, LL Sports 2, everything that you've got going on, exclusives, coming to a boutique store, high-profile store near you soon. Shout out to you. I love you, Essie. All right, y'all, so that's going to do it for the show tonight. We'll be back next week. 8 p.m., back to our regularly scheduled programming. Y'all make sure that you have a wonderful and blessed Easter, all right, just because we are in quarantine and the world is upside down and inside out. We still know who sits on the throne, all right? And so we will um, acknowledge Resurrection Sunday this Sunday, all right? Um, It's only time for one more thing. That is TJ's motivational moment. Um, A motivational moment tonight coming off the dome because I read – we have our Lenten season. It's wrapping up, but we have a daily, you know, thought um, every day that our pastors, Joseph L. Williams uh, and Jasper L. Williams, Salem Bible Church, <laughs> that they give us. Um, and today's was uh, overcoming by sharing. And, you know, I just uh, I, I try to be transparent um, in my motivational moments just in being in, in the show, uh, what goes on in my life, people that I know. And in just in full transparency, um, I must just show how thankful I am to God for keeping me. Um, for those of you who don't know, you know, I was laid off in 2012. Um, I had asked myself, what would I be willing to do for free and still enjoy it? And it is sports. And when I tell you that I have been doing that for free since 2012, that's how much I love and enjoy. But I know that God has um, something in store for me. I am just 
laying my foundation. I'm sowing my seeds, and I see them coming to fruition. I do. So I know that I'm moving in the right direction. But it does get hard, and it did get hard. And for four years, I didn't have an income coming in. And thank God. Amazon came through for me, um, and so I currently I am employed with Amazon. I always said that I never was going to work a job again, but you know you never say never, okay? Um, everybody knows, or if you don't know, I was covering the Atlanta Hawks in 2018. Didn't get paid for that, but when I tell you it was one of the best jobs I ever had, um, thoroughly enjoyed it and wanted to do it, uh, continue doing it, of course. Um, but paying the bills, you know, kind of came in and. In, um, superseded um, because what I said was that I never wanted to go back to the to the predicament that I was in and um, you know the four years when I wasn't earning any money so I say that to say um, I could have could have covered the Hawks 2019 and 2020 don't know what would have happened you know I could have met somebody that, that show would have taken off never know but I felt in my spirit and I felt very strongly about this that I couldn't let go of what I had to pursue what it is that I wanted, just not at that time, because I know what I've been through trying to get to where I am right now. I say that to say, look at where I'm at now. Had I done anything with the, with the, with the Hawks or with sports, you know that saying, uh, first, last, what is it, last hired, first fired. I don't know what, have come, what could have come from that, but what I do know is that right now I am in a position to where, thank God, I am not being affected financially by this pandemic, and that is only by the grace of God. I am able to work from home. I was already in position to be working from home. I was already in a position to where if, I were, if I'm isolated, if I'm in quarantine, my mother and I, uh, this, this is our everyday life. Not quarantine, you know what I'm saying, but just being um, in our home and being safe, uh, not having to worry about people coming in and out and so forth like that. So I say this to say, you never know how God is moving and how he is working and putting you in positions to where you need to be. You can think that you want to want to do something that you need to be here, need to be there, but sometimes you just have to you have to go with that second mind. We we always talk about it, a sound mind. You have to go with that because again, you never know how God is moving and placing you in your life. So to to God be the glory. I say thank you. Um, you know, for all of you who are out there who are going through your trials and tribulations, there is going to be a brighter day. This, too, shall pass. So just hold on. Keep your hand in God's hand, and he will see us through. God never takes you something. He doesn't take you to it not to bring you through it, all right? Y'all be blessed. Happy Easter. And as I always say, be good to yourself. Be good to others. And most of all, y'all be blessed. Bye-bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.